Good morning, Prescott, and welcome to Prescott E-News Prescott Talks. My name is Glenn Martin, and uh, we're kind of in some unusual times right now, and, and uh, um, we're going to discuss some of that right now with, uh, with our representative, uh, Noel Campbell. And uh, thank you, first of all, for coming in. I shake your hand, Noel, but you know, uh, we're, we're actually not correct. We're, we're probably only a couple feet away, but for the cameras, we got, we got to kind of get together. But I did bring the Lysol just in case. But uh, it, seriously, though, um, thank you so much for coming in. And um, uh, we want to talk a little bit what's going on downtown right. in Phoenix and, uh, and what kind of relief are, are people. I mean, we're right. watching the news. and. Right. No one better than having our own representative here tell us what's going on. Well, first of all, the, um, the pandemic uh, has pretty much shut down everything in Phoenix. Uh, driving the freeways is like kind of being in a ghost town right now. Mm. People are really uh, social distancing and uh, restaurants have been ordered to shut, uh, bars, etc. It's um, it's a very serious economic crisis that's brought on by this virus, uh, this pandemic. And that's caused um, big, big activity in the legislature. For example, um, the members of the legislature are in an absolute hurry to get out of Phoenix. And I, you can't blame them. Everybody would like to you know, go home and just stay with your family. And so because of the, the uh, anxiety about uh, that, we are working and have, will soon pass what's called a baseline budget. It's basically last year's budget with index for inflation for by about 2%. And th this budget will fund all the government agencies. And the leadership wants to have this baseline budget ready to go in case we break and leave the, the capital for a month or however time and come back and cannot agree on the other parts of the budget that affects members and their needs and wants for their constituencies. So I'll try to break this down here a little bit for you. The baseline budget funds agencies. We have to fund our agencies. We have to provide money for education. We have to have basic uh, safety and with the highway patrol, et cetera. And so that budget is not controversial. The Democrats and the Republicans know we have to fund these agencies. So we're doing that first, and that's our baseline budget. We'll have that ready to go, to go over to the Senate and marry with their baseline budget that will go to the governor. Then the governor will basically sign a baseline budget and we'll have that in our pocket. Then we'll break. And when we come back, no one knows when, one of two things will happen. The crisis will still be there and we might just say, we're gonna sign a die and end the session, which means that all the work we've done for a year will just be wasted. All the bills that we've done that want to get passed will not be signed. And, th and that's a terrible situation, but that, that could happen. The other alternative is we come back after the crisis and we work on our wants and needs budget. I call that the box budget. That's the, that'll be the budget where our surplus will go into and be distributed to members for their districts, like a bridge here, a road there. In my case, it's Save the Dells. Uh, $5.3 million ask that the state give the city of Prescott to purchase land in the Dells. So whether we have that budget or not is unknown. We don't know yet. But we will have the baseline budget done so the state will continue to operate as it did last year with the increases for inflation. 
Now you know as much as I do. <laughs> and so uh, they have made provisions to vote uh, electronically via Skype uh, we, for certain members, uh, aged members like guys like me, uh, that, uh, you know, if the virus were to affect me, it would probably do me under. So uh, they, they've made arrangements, but it's a, it's a tight situation down in uh, Phoenix. You feel it more down there, the panic more than you do up here. Uh, we're rural. The virus has not come into our community yet, as, as of yet, that we know, and we hope it doesn't, but we are being very careful, and uh, we're trying to do the right thing in the legislature, and we are doing the right thing. We have to get our baseline budget done so that if all else falls to hell in a handbag, we have that ready to go for next fiscal year, which starts uh, July 1st of uh, 20. All right. So when you talk about the community, we're talking about Prescott area, just to make sure everybody knows. I'm sure there's some people going, oh, we, we do have the first case. There was a case uh, uh, presumptively proven over in, um, in Sedona. So uh, it, it, it's, it's probably here. We just don't know about it. Right. But um, um, when we talk about voting, you know, I was under the understanding that uh, Every any time you take a vote, you have to be on the floor. So right. you're saying yeah. that's not true. That's or? that's right. Because last week we had a rule change. We voted a rule change that would allow um, voting electronically with verification by Skype. And so mm -hmm. basically, uh, you're connected to Skype. The board uh, that shows the members and how they vote is up on the screen. Your photograph is on the your your present pictorial photograph and yeah. visual is on the screen and when they vote you give them a thumbs up for a yes or a thumbs down for a no and they know it's you voting you're talking to them so this is a means that the house has changed the rule to do and so basically we're, we're we are in session we're on the floor electronically gotcha yeah. and how many people are taking advantage of that would you say no yeah it's uh i i stayed uh, i voted electronically yesterday i stayed down there um Today's Friday, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm <getting> a little <laughs> groggy here. Um, I could have come back, uh, I, I could have started doing this Monday, but I decided to stay down there as long as I could mm -hmm. to work on this. So I stayed Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, came back, and I voted electronically yesterday. Uh, the, they broke. Uh, the legislature is going to meet again Monday at 10 o'clock in the morning to work on the rest of these budgetary uh, bills that fund our agencies. Um, the, of course, the Democrats down there, every, these are agency bills, but they, they delay them by talk and questions and drag it out. And they vote for them, but they, their whole purpose down there is to punish us and make us feel 10 times worse than we are. So, um, yeah, and so they, the speaker decided instead of doing the budget all night like we normally yeah. would do, we would break. We broke last night, I think, at about 8 o'clock in the evening, and we're going to re meet at Monday at 10 o'clock. And, of course, now the, the Democrats are furious about that because they don't want to come back to Phoenix. They want to stay home and get out of the town like everybody else. So because they delay us so much, the speaker decided that the best way to do it was give the members rest, come back Monday, and keep working on the baseline budget. That may take another day. Yeah, and you know, um, not to get too political here, but that is politics. And yes, it is. I've known you for a long time, and this is not 
something new when they know that they're going to lose something right. they'll keep on talking oh, about absolutely. it until one two o'clock in the morning just to keep right. you guys on the floor and keep yeah. you up and tire you out and <laughs> oh, i mean you know it, it, it's vicious I, I i don't know why you're not running again but anyway um we're, last night I was watching the news and they're talking about a, a stimulus package for right. businesses right. and, and right. is it just business? But this, it's passed the Senate. It's in the House now. Right. Apparently, you guys are going to. Talk. It's a, my understanding. It's a fifty million dollar um, addition on between the Senate baseline budget and our baseline budget. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't think that. Uh, I think that probably the House will accept the the, the Senate's. Baseline budget with the additional fifty million dollars. Um, I, I just can't see that. That's uh, I don't know exactly where that money would go to, but because uh, I'm not part of the Senate, and I haven't been paying attention to what they're doing over there. I'm working on my own stuff in the House. Sure. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I think that uh, it's not going to be an impediment for the Senate and the House to make an agreement and then send the baseline budget up to the governor. So that should probably go pretty quick. I should hopefully uh, uh, by. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. I mean, it should be done. Yeah. So kind of that gives you an idea of what's going on downtown. But, you know, even though there's a pandemic going on, there's still things that are happening within our communities right. and our in our state that, you know, just because this is happening we, and all our attention's there. Right. The border's still a real issue down there. And matter of fact, I believe, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Noel, I think did, not, did President Trump not shut the border down completely at this point? Or was uh, he... You know, it, my understanding is that he has not. He has the authority to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an, uh, I heard on the news that there's another caravan coming up from um, Nicaragua. I mean, you know, people are, you know, people are in distress all over this uh, South America, Central America. So mm -hmm. uh, it's only natural that they're going to want to try to get up and seek a better life. But we have every ability and every reason to control who comes into our country, and especially now that we have this pandemic, we. We don't want to exacerbate the situation, so we have to know who comes in. Sure. And then, is there any? Uh, do you know of any National Guard that's going to be down there, or is uh, that going to be federally? That controlled? has not been. Uh, I've not been determined yet. Uh, that's a federal issue. This, the governor has not made any um, call for the National Guard to go down on the border uh, as of yet. So yeah. I, I don't. That that were I don't see that even coming into play until probably another week or ten days, and then we'll see where we are in this uh, crisis. And the and the governor announced yesterday he's actually using the national guard to help with right. the food chain, right. Uh, right. trucking, exactly. and you know yeah. um, I had a friend the other day tell me they went to Walmart and they right. got a little bit of something in, and it was like right. you know everybody just hoarded and grabbed everything. Yeah. It's limited, but. You know, no, I was in the grocery business for yeah, a long time. I know you were. And I can tell you that the commodities are there. I know. There's no, there's not a threat I know. Of, of, of running out of stuff. It's just a break in the supply chain, temporary exactly. break. Exactly. So, you know, my, my advice to, if anybody wants to hear my advice, which maybe they do, maybe they don't, I would just say, look, do the, do the obvious things, you know. Um, practice social distancing. Spend more time with your family. You know, yeah. yesterday, for the first time, I got a chance to read a book. I, I read, I'm reading 1776 by David McCullough. It's about uh, George Washington and how uh, our nation got into the war with Great Britain and yeah. had the early uh, victories at Bunker Hill and then the sad defeat at 
in Brooklyn and the army retreats. I mean, it's such a fascinating history. And I had a chance to sit and read a book and I thought, my God, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. really good. I'm going to play my trumpet some more. Yeah. I'm going to play with my dog. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being yeah. isolated like that is not a disadvantage for me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to use that time productively. And I would encourage all people. You know, take take time. Play with your uh, your kids. Play with your your pets. Go outside. Uh, do some gardening. Yeah. Once it stops snowing, you I know, mean, and, you know, you can uh, those. Uh, yeah. You can take a walk. Just uh, stay away from people as best you can. And of course, you know, wash your hands uh, ten yeah. times a day if you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot of lot. Like I said, there's a lot of just common sense things. Right. One is not to panic. Exactly. You, let's stop panicking. Let's start supporting each other. You know, right. the, the, this hoarding stuff. What are you going to do with all that stuff when right. the grocery stores get full? <laughs> up again? I'm thinking, you know, my gosh, you know, uh, they're not going to take it back. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. um, but you know, we need to start. And I and I see a turn. I oh, actually gosh. do. It's been a week now. Last Friday, I did a show with uh, County Health and Doctor Scari on some of the measures. And you know, I'm I'm not going to go over the measures because. I don't want to be part of rumor control. I want right. you to watch that show, get it from the experts. Because right. what I see a lot on social media is just a lot of disinformation going right. on out there. You know, um, I, I kind of, I don't understand why everybody's so wound up. There's not enough kits out there. Here's the simple solution. Stay at home and wash your hands. And if you feel bad, isolate yourself within right. the house. Sure. There's no, there is no cure for, for uh, COVID-19. So the only thing you can do is let it run its course right. and, and, and uh, isolate yourself. I heard on the news, though, that the, uh, the, the very promising uh, protocol uh, using a drug that we've been around a long time for malaria and uh, that, that has very effective with uh, destroying the virus. So, you know, we have some great uh, medical uh, personnel in this country. And... If we mobilize, they're going to find a, uh, a vaccine for it. Yeah. And I think it'll be sooner rather than later. So uh, just, hey, enjoy the yeah. time. I mean, we'll get through this. This Absolutely. is nothing compared to <laughs> like World War II. I mean, we're... we're Nobody's we're, shooting a machine gun at you <laughs> yeah, here, right? right? I mean, no, on. no could attest to that. No one, you don't have to fly a helicopter through a hostile oh, area. Man. So, um, no, you're right. I mean, you know, we think of... I know the president has used the word several times that, you know, uh, I'm a wartime president yeah. and, and, and it is like wartime with an unseen enemy. Right. So again, all we can do is practice what we've been taught all right. our life is washing our hands, washing the area, right. you know. Uh, another thing I'd like to just bring out um, from food experiences, if you do use sanitizer like Lysol, let it air dry on the countertop. Don't spray it on and just wipe it off. It has to air dry. It has to have contact with anything to kill it, not just coronavirus, but right. any viruses. Sure. So um, do the smart thing. You know, uh, you're going to go to the gas station, use a paper towel, put gloves yeah. on, whatever. Look, you don't look strange today. It's all good. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, there was a time when people would go, wow, what's wrong with that guy or gal? But sure. today we all understand it. And um, the hand sanitizer, wash your hands if you can. Right. Hand sanitizer if you don't. Right. Uh, again, just the common sense stuff. Um, uh, stay away from crowds and, right. and yeah. watch the internet. You know, there's so much, there's so many YouTubes out I there. I know it. I mean, you can learn so much. Uh, I, right I now. think that uh, this, this being in the self, um, you know, uh, isolating yourself can have some real positive benefits. Yeah. And I've talked about them and get to get a chance to know your spouse better and 
uh, spend some time, quality time. I mean, what else can you do? Right. I mean, um, and then take walks. Just get out and uh, take a walk or, uh, by yourself and uh, enjoy nature or ride your motorcycle, which I will do. I'll get out and ride my motor or I'll fly my plane. I'll okay. do that. Uh, those are all kind of things that I don't have to worry about endangering anybody else if, uh, if I was a, a vector for the virus. So mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get through this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, boy, I, I, I don't have a whole lot more to go except, uh, you know, one of the things we need to talk about is our community yeah. and supporting our community. Right. And um, I, I would like to yeah. quickly talk about uh, the uh, highway safety user bill that yeah. I'm working on. I know. I know people just go bl blank crazy when I talk about it, but I've been in the legislature six years and I've been in transportation all six years. I've been all over this state. Uh, we have some serious transportation needs in this state that cannot keep going without revenue. And I tell people that uh, the last time the gasoline tax was raised was 1990. And a dollar in tax revenue then is worth 47 cents today. We all know what inflation does. A loaf of bread in 1990 was a dollar and a quarter. Today it's $2.50 plus, a 60% increase in the cost of a loaf of bread. So um, if we don't start get permanent funding for our transportation system, it only exacerbates and gets worse and costs more because the roads get worse. We have huge problems here in, in Yavapai County, Highway 69. My God, anybody who's driven from Prescott Valley to Prescott knows how terrible that Highway 69 is. It's narrow, it's, it needs repair, it needs widening. That costs money, and we don't have enough money coming in to do that. And so I've been pushing for the last couple of years uh, an increase in the gas and diesel tax, plus taxing propane and natural gas, which is not taxed now, and making electrics and hybrid pay their fair share of a road usage. It's a, if you use the road, you should pay to, for your fair share of it. But it, it, it meets resistance, but it's gotta be done and it, it'll be done sometimes, it'll be better sooner than later, but uh, I just wanna tell people that I don't like taxes any more than anybody does. But there's a difference between a tax that's truly needed and one that's kinda wanted for some special interest. Transportation affects the whole state of Arizona and our whole economy. And uh, you know in your business, the shippers that are bringing food into these markets, if they're delayed by a bridge that goes out, produce spoils, you can't get stuff timely, it's got to be dealt with. And you cannot keep putting your head in the sand. And unfortunately, that's where we are. We have the legislature, uh, you know, and even at the level of the governor, they don't want to address this issue. And uh, I'm sorry about that. And I wish. It could be different, but uh, I've worked as hard as I can. I've done the best that I could. I've taken as much flack as I possibly can, and I'm happy to do that. That's what uh, you do when you get elected. You, mm -hmm. you got to have a thick hide. Uh, the other issues is, of course, the Save the Dells, and I think everybody knows how I support that. We, it's such a beautiful area. We, we want to keep it. We don't want to lose it. My God, if we can't protect the natural beauty of our area, what good are we? Mm -hmm. I mean, think what if we didn't have the Grand Canyon. Think of if you had houses up and down the canyon, and yeah. you know, it's hard to imagine, but that could have easily happened with all of our national parks. And it'll happen with Save the Dells if we don't protect it, and we need to do that. Yeah, and, and we've talked about that before on the show. If there's something that people can do to help you save the Dells, right. 
Um, you can get a hold of your city council member and race hell with them. You can call them and tell them you absolutely want them to support Save the Dells. And if they don't, tell them you're not going to vote for them next time, that they need a change in leadership at City Hall. And that goes from the mayor on down to every one of the city council members. You know, that's what they react to. When they, they really get excited when they think they're not going to get elected. <laughs> so you put some, put some excitement into them, okay? <laughs> yeah. And you know, when you talk about the gas tax, no, um, I've got a lot of feedback because I put on, out on right, social media sure. that you're going to come on and, and it's just, we can't afford it right now. Right. Is there any good time that we can afford it? That's uh, my question. You know, you know what? Gasoline. I, I'd like to talk yeah, to you about for sure. that. Yeah. We're going to see gasoline parts of the United States going to be under a dollar a gallon. Um, and we're going to, there's right now, there's an abundant surplus of oil. So prices have already dropped in Phoenix by about eight cents a gallon. I mean, you can buy gasoline up in Mayer for $2.34 a gallon and the price is coming down. We'll be under $2 a gallon. So how long that'll stay? Of course, when the economy picks up, of course, the prices will go up. But that doesn't really matter because there's no good time. There never is a good time. That's my point. And, and everybody talks about leadership. You know, mm -hmm. what's leadership? <laughs> well, leadership is making people who don't want to do something do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you don't want to do something, leadership convinces you that you should do it. Yeah. And hopefully uh, somewhere down the line after I'm gone, long gone, uh, that somebody will do that. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you... No, you, not. I know when we did the Highway 69 Republicans, which is a really great uh, group if you're watching, uh, might want to Google that and, and look into it. But you had three things that you were working on, right. Noel. As yeah. long as we're on a roll, one was the fuel tax, one was the Dells. And water issues. And, and water issues. Right. Um, very important issues, the water issues. We have in the Verde Valley 7,000 claimants up there who might be into what's called subflow or surface water. Remember, when you get a well permit, that's for groundwater. Groundwater and surface water are two different things. There's two different laws in Arizona. So these 7,000 wells up along the Verde River are probably into what's called subflow. This was recently defined, defined by the court to be part of surface water. So these, claim, these wells have to be adjudicated to find out if they are into subflow or if they're into groundwater. Because if you're into groundwater, you have a right to pump groundwater. But if you're into subflow, your rights are predicated on a prior use of uh, a well ahead of you. So we have to adjudicate this, and there's no process to do that right now. For 40 years, we have delayed this. So one of the things we tried to do this year in the legislature is fund money for a water court to start handling these adjudications of all these small claimants in the San Pedro area and in the Verde Valley area. Because you can't do anything unless you have a process in place. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, all these claims are on paper. It's, they're not digitized. They're not on the computer. Part of the, the bill will do that. We'll spend $300,000 to put everything on computer so that anybody in the state can look up a claim and see where the process is. So it's a, it's a baby step. It's the first step that needs to be done. It's not partisan. Democrats, Republicans. Now, will it, will it get passed? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know, because there's some interests down there that don't want anybody touching water adjudication. There's some big players, SRP. There's cities on the Verde, like Cottonwood. Are they into subflow? Are they, where are they? You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of issues that they may not want to resolve, but we, we surely can resolve the small claimants. And I would hope we'd do that. Good deal. Another, another crystal ball item, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? 
Well, again, thank you so much yeah, for coming thanks in, Noah. Thanks for going. thanks for kind of going over yeah. what's happening at the state, uh, folks. Again, <clears throat> the last thing I want to bring up is let's support each other out there. Yeah. I mean, we're all there's a lot of people that might be scared. You got the neighbor next door, make sure they're okay. Especially if you have elderly in your neighborhood, um, you know, just a phone call and see if they need any supplies. Our small business relies a lot on our tourists and us. Uh, coming in. So one of the things I've been really pushing is hopefully we'll get some gift cards out there, uh, buy some buy some gift cards at this time to support the business. I put out a, a call to find out who all has gift cards available. Um, Elgato Azul, Lone Spur, Bill's Grill, Backburner, uh, Bistro at St. Michael's, Montezuma Gr uh, Grill, Ironcast. Uh, one of the ones I really caught my eye was Lynx Lakes Cafe. Jeff out there, you buy a $50 gift card, he'll put $10 towards his employees because everybody's in this. And I thought that was really cool. Right. Good job by you, Jeff. Um, Insurgent Pre uh, Brewery, you know what? You guys were there while we were, while we were uh, trying to get our Second Amendment uh, secure in Yavapai County. We want to be there for you. And not only that, it's good beer. So, I mean, yeah. how can you go wrong, right? But get a gift certificate. And there's so many uh, Augie's, Farm Provisions, Sally B's. Um, John's uh, Chop House. I got a I got a bunch of them. I can't read them all, guys. But hopefully we can get this out and um, support our community and support each other. And most of all, don't panic. Yeah. Be 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 kind to each yeah. other. Um, we're all going to get through this, right. and we're going to get through this together. And um, as far as the rumor control that goes on out there, if you have questions, contact the city. There's you know the websites are out there. Uh, contact uh, the health department. Um, I listen to, I see all this stuff out there and I'm like, right. that's not true. That's, I, I know that for a fact. I've, I've, I've interviewed people that I know that that's right. not happening. So get it from the source is what I'm trying to say. Um, and with that, uh, I always want to say thank you to our military uh, previously and, and, and currently serving uh, for allowing us to have the freedom. Um, thank you, Noel, for your service. Thank you. And, and, and you continue to serve. It's a, you have an amazing uh, story, I, I will say that. Uh, thank you for our law enforcement and our, our firefighters, you guys. Uh, again, the front line. Uh, I'm going to expand a little bit. I'm going to say thank you to my fellow grocery workers out there. Right. I mean, we've gone through Y2K and 9-11, but nothing to this extent. So please uh, keep it cool. You know, uh, Remember, there's a lot of really good people out there. Don't, don't think about that one person that is in panic mode. Thank you to our health uh, providers. Again, you guys are doing an awesome job. We rely on you. Um, and um, be safe, be kind, and, and God bless Prescott. Thank you. Thank you.